Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And our topic today is social media. One of the aspects of having a good marriage is not abusing social media. And so I guess today we want to talk about how to use social media for good. And in order to do that well, We've brought on a guest on the show here today, Ooh. and he's not only a guest, he's a friend of ours, and he is the producer of Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. Yeah. I would love to officially introduce Mr. Brandon Meller to the show. This feels good. On the microphone, I'm in the back, kind of keeping an eye on everything, <laughs> watching the magic happen. Yes. And now I get to be part of the magic in real time. It's awesome. Brandon is typically sitting in the room when we are having these conversations. And so we'll see him chuckle every once in a while. Mm -hmm. You know, if we, if we can get him to like, you know, laugh at a joke or something, that's good. But he's, you know, sitting working on his computer. And uh, now here he is on the microphone because he is the director of communications here at Compass Bible Church. And we want to just kind of pick his brain a little bit about social media and how to use it well. We need your guidance. I'll try. Give us your wisdom, so, my friend. Somehow, I never would have predicted this for my career, at least. Somehow God just said, you know what? Here's a guy who I'm just going to make social media a huge chunk of his career. And honestly, it's something that helped me get what is a, a fantastic job that I'm so grateful for every day, leading communications at Compass Bible Church, social mm -hmm. media, because social media is such a monster of a thing in the world, and it can be good, it can be bad. There's so many things about it, so many aspects of it. So I never thought I'd be, one, I never thought I'd be on, on this amazing podcast. Two, I never thought I'd be, <laughs> you know, a, a, a quote-unquote expert in social media, yeah. if you yeah. want to call it that. I don't even know there is that. such a thing. But yeah, it's crazy just how, how stuff works out. And, and you know, we live in such a time where this technology is prevalent everywhere. Yeah, it totally is. I mean, we were at Disneyland, I guess this was like a couple years ago. I don't know. But you know, the fireworks show is happening. And there's yes. people from all over the world watching the fireworks show. And I just have this like memory embedded in my mind of I'm seeing fireworks over the castle. And down in my vision below the castle is a sea of people all of whom have their cell phones up in the air. And there's so there's this glow of right. a bunch of people recording the fireworks show. And I just thought that that is such a picture of where we're at in our culture. Brandon, you said it's a powerful tool. You're right, because everyone, it seems, in our culture is on a device, on their phone, and connecting where they're at geographically in other places in the world. And so... Uh, this is the world that we live in. Yeah, yeah. I, I often joke about, I, I, it's a joke, but it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. There's some truth to it. If it's not on social media, did it actually happen? <laughs> Probably I mean, not. seriously. It Probably did. Not. It yeah. did. No matter what setting you're in, the, people are always documenting it. Everyone is a newscaster. Everyone can, can you know, display everything they're doing. And it's not just to their local community, to their family, whatever. It's the entire world. The entire world is reachable through these channels. It's crazy, too, at a park, we'll often be there and you hear a kid saying, mom, mom, mom. And the mom is totally ignoring the kid because mm. she's, she's scrolling. She's, she's reading, she's watching a, sh a show and she's kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and she's never really making eye contact. Did you see me? Did you see me? And I think, oh, you're missing the moment now for the moment that was recorded at a different time, a different place that you could Watch or be a part of later. I mean, with someone else's be here. Kid. Yes. <laughs> be with your own. So, yeah, it's everywhere. Well, and, you know, we can do this at our house at the end of the day. We right. can sit down and, and scroll and connect with people and places and events all over the world while we're sitting next to our spouse 
mm-hmm. failing to connect with our spouse. Yes. And so this is an important thing for us to talk about here because it does affect a marriage, and there's a lot of ways to do it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there definitely is. I mean, so I think there's a lot of temptation there to steer you wrong, and so I think it's important to look at the negatives with in the back of our minds, knowing that there are some great positives as well when we talk about social media. I was just was thinking a story recently. Uh, my son, we were traveling. He's seven years old. And I try, again, I do a lot of stuff on my phone, a lot of stuff on social media, and I try my hardest to kind of put it away and not let it distract me from family. But clearly I was not doing a good job recently because he, in a moment of quiet, I'm not sure what we, what we were doing, he looks at me and he kind of has this like thoughtful expression and he says, Dad, uh, Daddy, he says, when 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 we get home, can you look at your phone less? Mm. And it was like the oh, kid just sh- stabbed me <laughs> in the heart, bam, with the knife. They you do know, that. I'm just like, oh, and I was like, I like stumbled. I like took a step back. Like, what what did you just say? You know, but I it was in that exact moment. Like, realized, wow. I'm like, if I think back and audit kind of how I behave at home and different kind of things, I've noticed that the phone is maybe popping out a little bit more than I think it is, and it's almost like becomes like a, a, a reflex or like it's just this thing that we do in the in yes. the in, in when there's a when there's a lull in conversation or when there's a lull of things that are going on you kind of just pull the phone out and you start just mindlessly skimming through everything and I again career-wise I can make some justification like hey it's for my job but it can wait just as with anything we bring home if we bring a project home from work that we've got to work on on our computer if we've got some big thing happening it can be put away yeah. when you're around your family yeah. you know? sure. so I think that's the thing to really focus on is like it, is, it can be such a distraction to our wives, to our kids, to our husbands, to our family, to our friends, those kind of things. So you're bringing up the aspect of time as it relates to social media. Let's, let's explore that a little bit as one of the categories of problems. Um, the amount of time that you spend on social media and even the time and place and context in which you spend time on social media. So what, what are the pitfalls there? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it really is something where... You know, you should not let it be, you know, something that's interfering with with your family, right? You you should have, you know, have dedicated time. I'm not saying don't use social media, don't check it when you're at home, but you know, as with other things, as with watching TV or as with, you know, doing anything else that's not related to, you know, being with your with your family and in the moment, set it aside and and, and carve those stuff. If you need to schedule time to thumb through Instagram, do that. If that's something that you need to do to to help with that, and then just be very mindful of the fact that it can kind of creep back up on you. And I I noticed that in my own life. It's very convicting. I think about it all the time. Again, if I'm kind of like just mindlessly thinking about something, it's all of a sudden the phone's out and I'm pulling it out. I I was was somewhere recently and I I did it. My wife like elbowed me in the side like, what are you doing? Put that away. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, what? It's almost like I didn't realize that I was doing it. You know, it becomes a habit. Where am I? What's happening? You got to break these habits and it can become a habit. And we've got these amazing phones. We have these supercomputers in our pockets. It's right there. There's a bunch of apps. So easy. It's so easy to use it as a distraction. I just, I think if you don't have uh, something in your mind right now that says, this is about how much time I should be spending on social media. If you don't have that plan, you probably are spending way more time than you think Mm. because there was a time when somebody challenged me to map out the time of day that I did certain things. And I thought I am probably on my phone. I put it, you know, let's just say half an hour a day. And when I really looked at it, I made a guess, you know, when I really looked at it, it was more, it was way more, a little piece here, a little piece here, because I didn't have any sort of plan or structure around the when and the where 
and the why am I going on? It just it just popped in. Totally. And now with this new uh, software update that I just did on my phone, it shows me screen time. So I get a weekly report of Ooh. average daily screen time. And so if your phone has that capability, check that out because yeah. that is the hard facts. People. Yeah. Come to grips with the hard facts of how much you are actually on your phone. Use that. Really use that. And what's what's kind of funny about it is that this is on Apple, you know, on the iPhones. Apple has baked that in. Apple wants you on their products. They want you to be using your supercomputer, your iPhone for everything. Yet here they are putting something in the phone that tells you, hey, man. You've been on this thing too long. Like here, look at look at the hours you spent yesterday on your phone. So check that out. You can go on there. You can actually set up apps where they shut down or they don't open after you've mm -hmm. hit a certain time limit. Yeah. Just the other day, my wife Christy was with somebody uh, in our ministry at church, and she wanted to show her. This woman wanted to show Christy something on her phone on Instagram. Christy, she handed Christy her phone. Christy opened up Instagram, and it wouldn't open because she already hit her limit for the day. It's like, all right, oh, well, Bam, yeah. we'll look at it tomorrow. Yeah, you know, it's like, so. okay, you know what? Respect. Like, that's cool. That's, that's a good awesome. way to do it, you know? So, you know, those kind of things. If, if we have that opportunity to do that, do that. Set it up. Go in there. It's really easy to set up. Take a look at it and kind of keep yourself in check. Use the tool to keep yourself in check. Yeah. And so then the other aspect of time is we mentioned, you know, using it in the right place at the right context of life. Yes. And so maybe when you're finally at the end of the day and you, you sit down for the first time next to your spouse, maybe that's not the perfect time to pull out and start mindlessly scrolling through your feed. Right. Maybe you should take some time right then and there to connect with your wife or your husband first before you transition to it. Or, you know, uh, during the middle of a sermon, you know, maybe that's not the ideal <laughs> not time idea. to scroll through Facebook. And, yeah. you know, just the list goes on of inappropriate times to look through um, social media. Driving. But it really... No driving. Don't do it while driving. <laughs> oh, man. This, to me, in my mind, this brings up a question that I think we need to answer. Um, what is the purpose of social media? You know, we've referred to someone just sitting down and mindlessly scrolling through a feed. Is that the purpose of social media? And if you're a Christian, is that how we ought to view this tool? Is it something that I can use to check out? Or... Let's maybe just take a second and build kind of a, a, a definition or, or purpose for this tool that we have. Yeah, you know, I think with, with social media, the overlying purpose of all of social media is to connect people, right? It's a connection. You can connect with somebody who's standing two feet next to you, or you can connect with somebody who's 2,000 miles away from you in a blink of an eye. You hit the button to send, or you can, or whatever you do, you, you post, you tweet, you whatever it is, you know, it's a connection. And whether that connection is good or bad, that's what we're discussing as well, but the yeah. overall purpose is connection. And look at that. I mean, if, you know, here at our church, we, we want to connect with people. We have Compass Connect. It's, it's a good new thing. People can come to the table and uh, on the patio and learn more about our church and, and make a relationship. I mean, that connection is the purpose. And that's a great, great thing. We This, this sure. is a gift from God to have yeah. these tools and these resources to connect with people of different cultures and different areas, wh whatever it may be. And so if that's the overlying purpose of this whole thing, what are we doing to take advantage of that? That's As the Christians. question. As Christians, what sure. are we doing to do that? And there's a lot of ways you can. What would you say is the first and most important way to connect with people as a Christian. Yeah, well, don't do not do it, you know, when you should be with your family and communicating with those who are in person with you, as we've said. Watch your time on this and everything. You know, I think it is good to be connected in such a way where you're, you know, you're 
communicating and you're, you know, you're commenting on things people post that they're in your ministry or that you're friends with, you know, encouraging them, those kind of things. So have that purpose of, of having that kind of relationship of communication back and forth. Again, don't let it deter you from your personal stuff. Don't check in with somebody on a Facebook post or whatever. They have a baby, you comment on how beautiful the baby is, but then you ignore them in person and you rush off to your car without seeing them in person. Don't let that be a substitute for in-person communication. And, you know, I think, and the second thing is, is, you know, be, be someone who's promoting what's going on with your ministry and your church and, you know, those kind of things. Be somebody who's actively talking about and showing the great things that God is doing in your life and those kind of things. Not with a, a bragging and a boasting kind of thing, but with the overall purpose of drawing people into what you're doing and showing them, you know, what's what, what the good things that, that, that God is doing in, in, in that regard. And Brandon, you and I were even talking about how every Christian has the responsibility to represent Christ. And so in terms of communication, we represent Christ when we go to the grocery store, in our communities, on our sports teams, all these various places. And one of the additional contexts of life is this social media context, and we ought to represent Christ and represent your our faith uh, in this very public platform. And so one of the major purposes, I think we can say, of Christian social media is to uh, represent Christ well. Yeah. I think there's also an element of it is a restful sort of tool. I mean, That's a different think, purpose, but yes, yeah, absolutely. Right. You think of people, they want to rest, they need downtime, there's you know TV, there's reading books, there's all kinds of things. But now this is an added element of social media. A lot of people have replaced you know, something that they would have been doing to rest in order to look on their phones to see what so-and-so's doing, to find out what's happening over here, you know, oh, they got married. I mean, just all those things to just kind of go through, see what the culture is doing and see what people that they know are doing and just see what, what's happening in the world. And so that does become kind of an element of the rest or just the downtime that you need. But it sounded like you just described two things right there. You, you described kind of rest and downtime, almost a substitute for watching a show, Netflix or right. something like that. But then you also described checking in, getting updates on people's lives. Yeah, I like me, to sneak two reasons yeah, in you one, if I can. Multitasking. <laughs> wow. Multitasking she is, is a yeah. crazy multitasker. <laughs> trust me. All right, people, just trust. Yes, but, yes, that's true. So there was another important thing that I, we ought to draw that out. Right. Connecting with people just by getting updates on their lives and tuning in and staying in communication and connection with various friends. I think that's another purpose for social media. Right. Yeah, it's definitely there. Um, but with, and with that too, I think it's also, you know, if, if you're somebody who's posted things and, you know, somebody, you didn't get a comment from one of your friends or they didn't say anything on there, don't be mad at them. They might not just not have seen it. I've seen that happen too, right? You know, where people don't comment on it or they didn't see it or didn't like it or whatever. And you're like, oh no, like, did, are we still friends? Like, don't mm-hmm. go that far with it, right? We, we, you're not everybody's going to see everything you post, all that kind of stuff. So again, go back to those personal relationships as well. But it's key, yeah. It, you know, check in, see what's going on in their lives, and if you notice something's off, don't be afraid to to communicate with them. Let them know, like, hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't post this kind of thing, or maybe you shouldn't air grievances out like this, or whatever it may be. Use it as a way to kind of, you know, kind of build people up and and you know, help them in, in many ways as well too. Great. So, in summary of the purpose of social media for a Christian. Let me just see if I can get all this straight. Mm -hmm. Um, 
It's a lot. It is, right. I'm confused. So let, no, no, <laughs> let, let me try to crystallize some of the comments we just made. First, social media, and broadly speaking, is a tool to connect people. This is a good thing for Christians. We like connection with each other, with the world, yes. um, representing. So this is good. So it's, it's a tool to connect. And so as Christians, we had to take advantage of the opportunity to represent Christ well through this avenue. Mm -hmm. Additionally, it can be a legitimate source of rest. It can replace a show uh, or a movie or something like that. And then additionally, it can be a way to get news and updates, uh, not only things that are happening in friends' lives, but also just things that are happening in the world. So right. there are a few different purposes right there that I think are good and legitimate. But people kind of don't always keep that in the front of their mind when they use this tool. And so some of the major pitfalls, if you don't keep that purpose in mind, are worth mentioning here. And one of them is in playing the comparison game. If, if you have the purpose that we just described in mind, then you're probably not going to sit there on your phone and play the comparison game and end up envying some what other people have for a half hour. You're probably going to use it for good. But yes. we know the temptation is all too real. Yeah. I mean, it's so easy to go on there and be like, wow, her family looks perfect. And look, their hair's all done great. And they, they look like they're just always having a good time. I mean, it is easy, I think, to see you're seeing a snapshot, a piece, a moment in their life and to then extrapolate from there something like they have this and I should too. Oh, look at her. She gets to do this and why don't I? Oh, man, they're going here on vacation. Well, what about me? I mean, there is a very real temptation to come and to see on display quickly all these good things going because people aren't posting the bad. You know, they're not posting the bad hair days and the sicknesses. I mean, they're posting all the good and then to come and view it with, wow, I need that. How unfair. What about me? And and to turn it really in selfish or <laughs> envious or, ugh, you know, just just viewing it the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, that that is so dangerous uh, in social media. And we hear all the time, unfortunately. I mean, you hear of suicides related to people. I mean, you yeah. know, a lot in, in younger people, high schoolers, college age, you know, where they've committed suicide because they see this brief snapshot of so many people they know, and it's like, wow, my life is horrible compared to this. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's unfair, you know, and all these things. It's, it's, so there is, that is a legitimate concern. So as Christians, you know, we need to be posting these great things, obviously, like highlight the, the great that God is doing in your life, highlight the blessings that he is bestowing upon you, but have in the back of your mind too, like, I'm not doing this to brag. I'm not doing this to like, be like, hey, Look at us, you know, compared, you know, don't have that mindset. I mean, you just, you, as with anything, you want to make sure you're not doing things that's, that's going to cause people to stumble, right? So not to say don't post great pictures of you and your family on a good hair day or you're on a great vacation. That's <laughs> fine. But just make sure you do it in a way where your purposes are true. Your purposes are to show, you know, God has been great to us and, and we want to highlight this, you know, and, and, and look, you know, look like you're doing that for, for a reason and not, don't, don't brag and boast. Yeah. Human beings have always struggled with comparison. So this isn't a new problem, but the opportunities are at unprecedented levels in terms of histor history. Like you have more opportunity to compare yourself to more people today than you did 100 years ago. Just because in 30 minutes time, you can scroll through thousands of profiles. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, maybe, you know, before social media, you would drive past your neighbors or interface You're with You're just seeing celebrities like on the news sure. or whatever, and that's your, or magazines, and sure. now it's everybody. So there's just increased temptation mm 
mm-hmm. in this area totally. to compare yourself. And you got to be careful about that. And maybe just since there's, there's a lot to say about social media, but we're running out of time, let's just maybe cover one more pitfall, and that is words. <laughs> Can we just say you got to watch your words when it comes to social media? Yeah, everybody's reading all of this. I mean, we just, we spent this entire time talking about how big this is, how the connection is for literally across the world. So every single word that you put out there, you know, you can't get back. Yeah, you can go edit later on, but there's screenshots, there's things people see. I mean, it's, you know, there's there's not really a filter if you really think about it. So you got to be really careful what you say and how you write it. Yeah, a lot of people, I think, wouldn't say what they typed when they when they look at their social media. I will often read a comment and I think, that person actually say that to somebody's face? I mean, that was aggressive. That was slanderous. That was really down pudding. <laughs> Wait. That's uh, my word that, that I created you that you made time. fun of me for. I know. And look, <laughs> now it's like a default response. That's right. It's down pudding. It was a put down. <laughs> I mean, it was slanderous. They, they didn't filter through because their fingers were flying and they just put out their thoughts. They just put out their raw content and even almost celebrating how raw they are. This is the real me. And you know what? It's, it's a scary thing to open up the doors of of, of removing your filter and just letting whatever words come out. You have to think, are these words godly? Are these words honorable, true, right? Are these worth posting? And are they something that I would be pleased, that God would be pleased with? Otherwise, don't put them. Don't put them there. Yeah, and, and if you need help with that, one thing I remind myself to, because I, again, posting content on behalf of a church and a lot of things, I need to be very careful with what's written. I double-check my words, all those kind of things. Even my personal stuff, before I post anything, whether it's a, a direct message or a public post on a page or a tweet or whatever it is, I just, in the back of my mind, have the default position to think every single person I've ever met in my entire life could <laughs> see this. It's it's yeah. kind of like silly to think that way, but if you think that way, it really makes you like double-check your pronunciation, like where do you put your period? Periods, and there's too many exclamation points, like really analyze it because that really is what the potential is, is that everyone you have, have ever known could see this. I mean, it's public, social media, you know, so just be very careful with it. So good. Well, there's a lot to say about this, and um, I think it'd be good to talk to your spouse about social media. Just have a good quality, in-depth conversation about social media, its nature, its purposes, um, its pitfalls, and how you as a couple maybe... Uh, have abused it and how you might be able to use it for good. I'd like to end by um, generating a few action points for people. We didn't talk about this at a time. It's not scripted, but let's come up with a few direct application points to give people here at the end of just kind of talking about this topic for 20 minutes. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll throw one out there first and you guys can jump in with a couple of extras. Um, one action point is to use social media as a platform to highlight the grace of God in your life. Okay, that would be that would be a good way to represent Christ well, you know, in in, uh, in social media. But there's a lot of other action points that we could talk about here. Yeah, I would say assess your time. Right, if if you have. An iPhone specifically, and I'm sure Androids, you know, those phones have something as well too. But you know, do whatever you got to do, Google it, figure it out. But do, put that in place, or or, or if it's you're, you're personally writing it down, whatever it may be, really take an assessment of the time you spend. You know, not just on your phone, but more specifically on social media apps, and, and just take a look at it and 
I think that'll be convicting enough to just see the numbers right off the bat. I remember the first time I ever saw that, I was yeah. like, whoa, okay, I need to course correct here. So really Great. just look at that and and talk about it with your spouse. You know, look, compare, you know, talk talk with each other and see how can we find a more appropriate, you know, use of our time with this. Still carve out that time, but really look at what it's showing you and, and telling you how often you're on there. Yeah. I mean, maybe you go and you look at the words that you have posted, the words you have commented on the things that you have written, scroll, scroll back through your feed of information and see if it would line up with a Christian who is representing Christ in the world. Solid. Maybe I'll just give one more. Um, don't be a slave to social media, right? Use the tool. Don't let the tool use you. You get out in front of it and you come up with a plan how often am I going to use this thing? Why am I going to use this thing? How can I use this thing for good? And I'm going to use the tool, not be its servant. Right. I love that. Praise God for social media. It's a, it's a great, great gift that we have at our disposal. Let's use it. Well, thanks so much for checking in with us and our guest speaker today, three voices coming at you. And we hope so you many have a, voices. <laughs> we hope you have a great evening or day or morning. <laughs> or morning. <laughs> afternoon all of the times have great all of them <laughs> have great all of the times that's good sweet signing off from Luis Viejo, california bethany kelly everybody. bye